Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to the Believe in Hornets podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, presented by Bet Online. My name is Sam. I'm flying solo today. Not really. Muggsy's not here, but I have people with me. Hornets fans with me. I'm live streaming currently on YouTube.com slash Sam Dracula. And I'm bringing other Hornets fans to share their thoughts on the Hornets thus far. We just recorded um, or just finished playing the Nuggets. A very, very, very tough game against the Nuggets on Tuesday night. So that's what, if you're listening to this later, that, that to give you an idea of what's going on as you're listening to this, that's what's happening. But yeah, I have a few people, um, hopefully, that will come in and join us and share their thoughts on how things are going on the season. I have some a live chat um, next to me as well. And if this goes well, this will be a normal thing. If it doesn't go well, we'll never do this again. Who knows? Who knows? But what I do know is that this podcast is brought to you by bet online so i want to give some love to them bet online the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action bet online has you covered for all the news scores and odds it's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up head to the website betonline.ag or use a mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online your online sports book experts so back to the show right now the hornets are kind of up in the air they're at their eight seed right now the bulls could really help the hornets out if they lose to the nets tonight right now that game as i'm recording this uh then the bulls are down 91 to 74 so if the bulls lose today as i'm as i'm recording this the Hornets will be um, will clinch a spot in the play-in tournament. So with that in mind, just to kind of level set what's happening right here, right now, I want I see Aiden in my Discord. I'm gonna give I'm bring him in to share his thoughts on the Hornets, Lamella, etc. Um, if you, I'm gonna unmute you here in a second. All right, man. Aiden, you there? Aiden, uh, well, I see you. If I'm gonna leave you unmuted, so just you need to unmute on your end, and then you can come in. But so, what's the chat saying? Devonte was hitting tonight. Yeah, so we'll talk about. I'm gonna talk about Devonte in a second here because he. This is his first game back after a few missed games, right? And he made his impact impact known in a very big way. Ten of nineteen tonight against the Nuggets. And a very crucial performance. Seven threes he hit. Aiden said he'd be back in a minute. All right, we'll come back to you, Aiden. We'll come back to you. Uh, just let me know when you're ready. Um, yeah, as I was saying about Devontae, uh, really showing a confidence in his knee that's clearly bothering him for the last few games and making his impact known and reminding the league what he's capable of in a very big performance tonight. 
uh, really, really helping the cause this evening. 10 of 19, 7 of 14, like I mentioned. Perfect from the free throw line, which is to, is to not go understated. Um, four boards, three assists, but the seven threes, sorry, four boards, five assists, excuse me. Uh, the seven threes off the bench, crucial, which really goes back to something that I've mentioned a few times um, during my live streams and during this podcast about how lethal this backcourt can be. Because this, this the four, LaMelo, who we all know, Terry, who we all know, Devontae and Malik, those guys have been so clutch um, in their own specific ways. And I don't know if all four, if we look at those four guys at the peak of their powers, I don't know if there's another four set of guards on any other team that can match up with ours. And that's a good place to be. It's a good place to be. Who knows if it'll last long. There's some questions to be answered in the offseason as you look at restricted free agency and that with Devontae and Malik specifically. But all things considered, I like where we're going. And Brad Wanamaker, the only trade deadline acquisition we had, is left as the odd man out. But it's nice to know that if his number's called, Brad Wanamaker can slide in there and give us some something. You know, it's not a complete drop-off, and we're not relying on a rookies, Riller, Darling, et cetera, of making those minutes up. But Severe asked a question, Sam, thoughts on Cody Zeller's performance? I feel like he stepped up his game big time over the last few games, especially offensively. And so Zeller, kind of like Devontae, has really, like, stepped up as a role player, like as an advanced role player, Biz is beginning love at the, at the, at the as as the starting center. Uh, PJ um, was giving getting a lot of love as the starting center, and Zeller has been put on the back burner for the most part. And today, excellent example, reminding the whole world of what he's capable of. Twenty nine points for him off the bench, seven of nine, one of two from the free throw line, ten boards, fifteen points, three assists, two steals. Who would have thought Zeller in the last year of his contract would be this this energy guy off the bench? It's been really cool. It's been really it's been really um, satisfying, you know, uh, seeing a guy who's been around for a very long time, a guy who you think is older than he really is, excel at a high level. And uh, yeah, get wrecked. I, we can't lose Devonte. It's 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 tough. It's really tough. It's really tough. Uh, I wouldn't want to be Mitch Kupchak right now. Uh, it's a good problem to have. Truthfully, you know, having too many good players at the same and like in the same part of the court. And yeah, they, if the injury bug. So Troy says, uh, if we had Hayward, we would 100% be in the fourth seed if the injury bug never hit us. Fam, exactly. And the timing of it, the players we lost and the timing of the injuries. It's not fair. <laughs> really, it's it's sports, you know, things life, things aren't fair, but it's not fair. I'm sorry. I'm going to say it. I believe it. LaMelo, um, Malik, then Hayward. Okay? Fine. And the NBA gods want to give that to us. Fair. Okay? We get LaMelo back. Devonta gets hurt. Um, Bridges is out. Uh, PJ got hurt during that stretch as well. It's just too much. And for Bridges, Bridges was that guy, too, who was our main guy. The, uh, like... Other than like before Lamelo got hurt, it was Bridges and Ma- and it was Bridges and Lamelo were the only guys that played in every single game. And for Bridges, Lamelo go- Lamelo falls down awkwardly, gets hurt. It happens. NBA stuff happens. You know, it is what it is. That can happen to anybody. Bridges gets 
put on the uh, health and safety protocols. Like it, it's not even a basketball thing. And he's taken from us. So that energy that Zeller offered tonight and, and does it in certain points has to be replaced with Bridges out. And it just makes me excited, I guess, for the return of everybody because this team at full force is an issue. And so when you look at when you look at the play in, right, <clears throat> when you look at the play in situation, you got to hope all our guys are there and available. OK. But maybe that's too high of hopes. Maybe that's too soon. So then you look at, all right, let's imagine the, the Hornets advance in the play in and make it to the to the playoffs. Right. And at that point, you're like, OK, what can we do? I think this team at full strength can take a game or two from anybody they play. I don't think they can advance beyond that, especially when you're talking Nets, Sixers, Bucks territory. But this is going to the Hornets will be a tough out at full strength. If we don't have Hayward or Bridges, um, I, Cody Martin may be a tough one as well. That ankle injury seems really, the timing of it seems tough, you know? And so I don't know about Cody Martin. So I think those three are the most likely three of the injured to not return. Um, like those guys that are out now seems ropey that they'll be back in time. That I think without those guys, without Hayward, without Bridges, without Cody Martin, the playing is going to be really hard, really hard. The Celtics lost Jalen Brown. And then, like, if we lose that game, we're facing the Wizards and the Pacers. Those teams can play us really tough. Like, I feel like it's a fair, it's a, it's, a, it's a fair shout, right, for like those other teams, because that brings us down a little bit as a squad. I I, I do rate our chances because I saw tonight because we we played the a, a team this Nuggets team that could potentially win the whole thing really tough for four quarters after a slow start. So anything is possible, but. I don't know. I'm afraid about what I'm afraid for what could happen in the plan with this team, not at full strength, not at full strength. It's, you know, you know, it's messed up. You know, it's messed up. We can't even keep our coach on the floor. <laughs> it's like everybody can get it. I've been saying that all year. It doesn't matter who you are. Doesn't matter your status in the league. Doesn't matter your status in your team. Anybody can get it. James Borrego got it today. It wasn't an injury. He got ejected. Two straight texts. He got sent packing. And he's watching the game like us. It's crazy. It's actually crazy. So uh, Steph Curry in the chat. It's crazy that the Hornets lost by five points and the Mellow Ball had five points. Like, he, like if he would have scored 20 points or more, Hornets win. Yeah, but like, okay, so let's, let's talk about LaMelo tonight, okay? LaMelo went one of nine, 0 for three from three, went three for four from the free throw line. 12 rebounds, seven assists. Like five mm-hmm. turnovers and two personal fouls. Like LaMelo's offering, his ability isn't limited to the to the scoring column, right? Like that's the whole like magic of LaMelo ball and his ability. So I'm never too concerned about his scoring as long as he's giving us boards and, and some some activity on the defensive end and is making plays out there. But yeah, this is a five-point game. So we have more points from LaMelo. It's fair. It's fair criticism. I know I can't I can't fault you. Can't fault you for that. 
really crazy, Sam, though, I think, of um, this. The Hornets are playing playoff energy tonight. Uh, now we don't have Miles and, and Hayward. Like, bro, we, we have good pieces. Yeah, we, we do. We really do. And it, it really, it's, it's, a, it's truly a bummer that we can't attack the playoffs at full strength. It, it, it feels like the Hornets are getting robbed of an opportunity here. Not to anyone's fault. It's just it's sports. It happens. It happens. Like, look at the Lakers. They had high hopes. They were a lot of people's favorites to win the title. AD's hurt. LeBron's hurt. You got to overcome. You got to overcome somehow, some way. But then we could take a game away because Nets depends on offense. Plus, you know, the big three haven't played together. Let's say they lose first game to Hornets. Nets will be heated in the locker room and will take advantage. Yeah. So I I like our chances. It, I, I, I'm trying to say this carefully, as carefully as possible. Because I don't want to overstate anything <laughs> or like overhype anything. But I like the Hornets' chances in the playoffs. I don't envision a scenario where the Hornets get embarrassed in the playoffs. Like, not the play-in. I'm talking about the legit playoffs. I don't think they get embarrassed in the playoffs. I think they take a game or two from whoever they play. And if somehow, some way, they get a favorable matchup, and it's like something shakes out in a crazy way the rest of the way, maybe they can get something favorable. But that that window's closed. April, we can have those conversations. Like, maybe the Hornets get to a six seed. But even now, uh <laughs> A six seed, could, you could be facing the Nets in the first round. Like, who wants that? Who wants that? 80s balling out that immediately hops on GTA. <laughs> oh, man. The, the Nets can have an off game and we can get it for sure. Yeah, and, like, James Harden James Harden. Durant is, has an injury. Has, Harden has been in an, in an, like a, an enigma, as has Kyrie, all season long. And then you, you factor in Kevin Durant's injury issues, right? And then... Anybody, you can get it. They can get it at that point. But the Hornets are equally flawed in their own right as well, too. So it's just, you have to take it, you have to take it one thing at a time. But I, the beauty of it is, it's been a weird year. And who's to say it won't be a weird playoffs? And a weird playoffs benefits the Hornets. Because they won't, the Hornets won't be favored in any playoff matchup. No matter who it is, I don't. They won't be. And if the weirdness of this NBA season continues in the playoffs, it favors us. So that's what I'm hoping. That's what I'm banking on. Otherwise, the bare minimum, this team, the young players on this team, will gain some valuable, high intensity basketball experience that they can then build on and, and reference later in their careers. Because I fully expect this team next year to to make a make a run at the four fifth range. Like a legit fourth, fifth range for the entire season. I don't, they're not going to jump into the Nets, Sixers, Bucks realm. But maybe there's a scenario where they can go to where like the Knicks are, right? In that like you have the top tier and then just like the suburbs of the top tier. I think the Hornets can get into that next season. And using this year as an example, uh, something they can build off of is something I'm very excited about. Sam, so what are the, the keys to success for the Hornets in the next few games with a, with a play-in spot on the line? It it's good. It's a it's a weird one because okay. So uh, Rick Bennell tweeted after the game that um, Bridges uh, that Brego says he hopes to get Bridges back soon. Air quotes, and he didn't elaborate. So 
I don't know what was going on. We don't know what's going on exactly with Bridges. He's in the protocol. I don't know how he's feeling. <laughs> and so I don't know what his recovery would be like once he gets out of like quarantine. If he if he has if he has no symptoms, if he has COVID and he has no symptoms, then great. <laughs> he can be get back right on the court and, and not miss a beat. But you never know with, with this type of thing. Jason Tatum talked about it earlier. Russell Westbrook even um talked about uh how we kind of dealt with the symptoms and recovery from COVID. So you, you never know. You never know. Uh, you can't like Sam Lamelo. Wait, you, you can't lie. Sam Lamelo's Ben Simmons with the defense and pops threes once a game. Like I don't know how I feel about that, but yet again, we're so spoiled because we're we were the four seed. Plus he's nineteen years old. Yeah. Okay. So on that note, going into the year, I thought the Hornets could be an eight seed, and so the fact that they're an eight seed now. It's hard to complain about because this is what I wanted in December when the season started, right? But what sucks is that the fact that they were flirting with the four seed. So now the eight seed seems like, oh man, we're kind of settling for the for the eight seed after we saw like the bright lights of a of a of a top four uh, Eastern Conference standings finish. But hey, man, playoff basketball is playoff basketball. Hornets missed their opportunity to play into the tournament last year because of uh, the shutdown, one win away from the cutoff. It's been a long time coming for a lot of these players. I know Devontae, I don't know, but I got to assume Devontae has to be super gassed for this opportunity, PJ as well. Um, I hope. So up next, by the way, so up next, the Hornets have um, the uh, the Clippers. When is it? That's Thursday. And then Saturday and Sunday, Knicks, Wizards. The Clippers are going to be tough, really tough. Um, I expect to be as equally as tough as this Nuggets game we just watched. But, man, the Knicks and Wizards, I need, I need them to win two of these games. Just, just for my own sense of confidence. I need them to win one. I need, to win, need them to win two of these. Two of the three. Clippers, Knicks, Wizards, only because, only because I want this team to have some some positive momentum going into the playoffs and the play in and then the playoffs. They're going to, it's looking like, and let me scoreboard check right now the, uh, the Chicago game. You know, where to go. So yeah, the, um, the Nets are putting the work on the Bulls, fortunately. Okay. Yeah, they just scored again. Perfect, 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 perfect. So they're going to get in no matter what. So with that in mind, assuming that score holds up, this may not age well (laughs) if the Bulls pull off some crazy comeback with with just six minutes left in the fourth quarter. So assuming the Bulls lose, the Hornets are clinched into the the play-in. But that doesn't really instill a lot of confidence in their ability to succeed. Right. So I need them to, to get two wins out of the next three. But I don't know if that's that. Is that asking for too much? <laughs> it won't be easy. It will not be easy. But I hope it's not asking for too much. 
Devontae's in his prime. We should sign a two-year deal, right? I have no idea what's going to happen with that. Like, there's Malik. The Bills do on Malik and Devontae at the same time. Zeller's contract is off the books. Biz Biz has a favorable contract right now. Um, that expires. So there, there's money to be spent, plus a lottery pick. How do you manage all that? Knowing that you have to pay Miles next year and PJ the next year and then LaMelo the following year. Like, how do you add to your team? How do you keep your guys happy, here and happy, and then also add to the team without putting yourself in a bad position later on? It's really weird. It's really tough to figure that out. So hopefully Kupchak has that figured out. Otherwise, you're looking at the, the simplest solution would be like a run of like a sign and trade, I guess, with Devontae or Malik to fortify the roster in a different position somehow, some way. But even then, it would be hard to see Devontae and Malik go. It would be really tough, especially after tonight. Like I just recency bias in that. Wizards are scary. They lost to the Hawks yesterday by one without Bradley Beal. Russell Westbrook, by the way, congrats to him. He got the he got the record for the most triple doubles. Westbrook is built for these types of scenarios. Really, really built for this. And so we're talking one-off games. Craziness. Craziness. And we've seen how guards can light up the Hornets here and there. So ah, I don't want to think about it. Come on, Indiana. You can do this. I believe in y'all. Uh, Sam PJ has been low-key underrated. He's getting a double-double almost every game, plus he's still hella young. Yeah, PJ, salute to him. By the way, okay, so last time this podcast went out, uh, it was last Wednesday. Tuesday night, it was announced that PJ was going to be out for, I think it was the Pistons game at the time. And it, all it said was personal reasons. We we know we knew his girlfriend was pregnant, or his wife, I don't know what his situation is, but we knew he was, gonna, he was, he was expecting a kid. And uh, that's what it turned out to be, so... Fortunately, fortunately, nothing bad happened. It was all, all good news. So congrats to PJ. And uh, he came back with his his dad energy, his dad strength. And yeah, I think PJ has been under underappreciated this year, playing in a new position. And also taking a lesser role. You know, his shots, his shots are down, I believe, from last year to this year, especially with Hayward in the mix. And so his scoring is going to be down. His options, his looks are going to be down. And he's going to be asked to protect the paint, grab rebounds, and hit the seldom three. And I, of, of all the guys on the team, I like his, his shot the most. I, I, I still think he's a very much underrated shooter in this league. So he, he's one of those dudes that we saw against the Kings that can go crazy. And I like that. I like the threat of that. The core, the, the core three, PJ, Miles, and Mello, keep them in my opinion, long-term. Yes. I love that. I love it because those three feed off each other very well. There's no redundancies there. PJ, even I know there's memes about PJ and Miles being the same guy, but they offer different things and they can exist on the floor at the same time. So like that's going back to what I was talking about before, just the, the idea of everyone back and healthy and JB has everyone to choose from. That idea is very exciting as a Hornets fan. Because for me, right in my way, it would be LaMelo Terry, Hayward, 
PJ and Miles. Well, not in that order. It'd be Lamelo at the point guard, Terry shooting guard, Hayward at the three, uh, Bridges at the four, Washington at the five. That could be really fun. A lot of energy, a lot of ability on the floor at the same time. I like the small ball lineup, but that's just me. That's just me, though. I don't know if, how y'all feel about that. Sam, our entire team is underrated except Lamelo. You're kind of not wrong. People, people are sleeping on this team. Honestly, like that's that's that, that is one of the cool things about Lamelo and the attention he brings to the team. Because guys like Bridges and PJ. Especially Bridges with all the dunks he's having. Like he's getting some really serious recognition. Recognition. And and mind you, he was the MVP of that Rising Stars game. Well, the last time they had it, in uh in 2019? No, 2020. 2020. Um, the 2021 just happened. The 2020, he was the MVP of that game. The game that had Luca and Zion in it. It's mad. The Hornets had three players, Devontae, PJ, and Bridges. And Bridges walked away with the uh MVP of that game. But yeah, I, I I like I like the and sorry if I'm going I feel like I'm going on a bunch of tangents here. Bridges continuing to get continuing to get better each year. So year four bridges is gonna be something that's really gonna be exciting. PJ same way. Year three bridges is something I'm really excited about. Not to discount the rest of this season. Now see Severe's comment of the key to success for the Hornets in the next few games. I hope that we get some some. We need to lock down the perimeter, obviously. Michael Porter Jr. is is insane. I think the Clippers, I'm, I'm afraid of what they're going to do to the Hornets from the perimeter on Thursday. All right? I'm, I'm afraid about that. The last time we played the Knicks was a tough loss. Um, that was a tough one. What was the score for that one? Um Let me find that. Yeah, so it was 109-97 the last time we played the Knicks. That Hornets team at the time, the starting five for that game was Vernon Carey. That was the game where he played three minutes and was never seen again. Uh, Jalen, Bridges, Rozier, Devontae, PJ, the Twins, and Zeller. It was very much a depleted team <laughs> against the Knicks. And that, was that the game where RJ was trashed for three quarters and then just went nuts? I don't know if it was that game or not. I swear he had like a crazy second half. He was he was bad for like a first quarter and went not yeah twenty four points that game. I don't know if it was that game or not, but I I I became an RJ Barrett fan after that game. Yeah, but yeah, we need to sign a good big. We do. If we get a center, we're contenders. I think that's 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 the move. And the Hornets will have some options either in free agency with Rashawn Holmes, hopefully, maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe in the trade market with Devante, Bridges. The Hornets have all the first round draft picks. There's some options there. There's some options there. But I'm excited. I'm, I'm really looking forward to this final stretch. It's, it's going to be sad when there's no Hornets regular season basketball to talk about. But on the plus side, we're getting play in basketball and then hopefully playoff basketball to talk about and watch and experience together. But Man, I'm going to be nervous. I'm be so nervous about that. So nervous. Initially, I uh, man. Okay. The the Nets up 11 with 3 minutes left. Okay. So again, as I'm recording this, 
The Bulls, if the Bulls lose, the Hornets are locked in. They clinch the plan, so that's a that's a dub. Just gotta hope for a favorable matchup there. The Pacers are tied with the Sixers, which is crazy. <laughs> so hopefully that <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, hopefully that goes the Sixers way. Just so the Hornets have some extra breathing room um in the in the Eastern Conference. Because it's really close. It's really, really close in the East. One game. One win. Sorry. One win between eight and ten. I think we'll we'll do I think we will do better against the Nets personally than the Sixers because of the big man matchups. Oh, so someone said Jared Allen. I would love Jared Allen. He's a restricted free agent, so that's gonna, it's gonna be tough. It's it's complicated. You have to offer a lot so the other team doesn't match. I would love it. I would love it. Mitch Kupchak has my stamp of approval on Jared Allen. So if that means anything, do it. If not, I understand. I'm just me. But that Jared Allen would be amazing. Amazing. Um, but yeah, uh, going back to uh, the previous comment, I think we'll do better against the Nets personally than the Sixers because of the big man matchups. I'm afraid like Embiid would carve the Hornets up. The Hornets have no answer for Embiid. Um, and then Thibault and Simmons are incredible defenders. So, like, I feel like that would negate, cause problems for our – I talked about earlier how sick our four guards are. Those dudes would cause problems for those guys <laughs> um, on the defensive ends. On the defensive end. Yeah, Rashawn Holmes would be perfect. He'd be perfect. He's an unrestricted free agent. He's, like, 27 years old. So maybe on a two, three-year deal, something like that, just to get him in the door. May have to overpay a little bit to give it to him to come here because I think a lot of contenders would, would want him. Um, he may be a guy that takes the mid-level to go to a contender. I don't know. But the Hornets will have some money to spend. But, yeah, uh, someone brought up Levert. Uh, I don't know. Levert's been playing good when he's on ever since the trade. Yeah, so the, uh, the Pacers, I'm, 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 I don't want to overlook them. I I've been, I don't want to overlook them. No defense exposes Hornets. Uh, the Hornets would be great to get someone young who might want a chance. I think that, that may be the hope. Find a guy who's underappreciated, not getting that, not getting many minutes. You get a chance to really succeed. Even getting THT or trying to get uh, John Collins because it's restricted free, uh, restricted free agency year. Collins will be fun. Collins will be a lot of fun. Collins, PJ. And Bridges, that'd be a really solid front court. Because options are important as well. Like you, I look at the big position, like the center, a big. I'm power forward, center, whatever, whatever. A guy that can defend a little bit, get rebounds. That's what I want. If you can shoot it, if you can shoot a three, amazing. If not, no biggie. We can work on it. But that needs to be addressed. But also a small forward that's a knockdown shooter. I'm saying the name Duncan Robinson. It, it's never going to be Duncan Robinson, but something like Duncan Robinson. That's what I want. Uh, Sam, here's what I tell you. If uh, Biz or Cody can step up, they'll be fine. Yeah, they can do it. They can do it. They're capable NBA players. They can do it. It's just going to be really hard. It's going to be really hard. Plus, Sam, you never know once in a gen someone drafts a star. We might get that this year. LOL, who knows? Yeah, the Hornets will, will get a pick somewhere in the mid-lotter. We've seen a lot of really good players selected there. And even just look at our own team. Bridges, PJ, um, both selected in the middle of the lottery. Malik is not 
inconceivable that the Hornets nail it with the first round draft pick again. Pacers have a worse defense when Sabonis and, and Levert are on the floor at the same time. Jalen six, yeah, and, and Jalen McDaniels as a six ten young player has a lot of a lot of upside. Still, we got a taste of it during um, this injury situation <laughs> we've had lately. Um, we've seen Jalen Jalen can get a bucket, he can get a stop. I love that from him. I love that from him. I'm excited to see um, year three. What will be his uh, his third year, Jalen McDaniels next year? Um, but yeah, his continued growth is something I'm very much looking forward to. So there's, and that speaks to just how important this year is. Just getting into the playing, playing meaningful basketball the entire year now. Like it's going to be a wire to wire to get into this playing thing now, and then the playing itself, and then the playoffs. There's a lot of opportunity for these players to gain some experience and to. No, clutch up a little bit. It's, it's really cool and exciting. And as fans, it makes everything a little more interesting towards the end. <laughs> and I'm here for it. Hopefully it doesn't get too scary. This team could be any team when healthy. I like, you know, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. You just got to do it over like a seven-game series. That's gonna be a little tough. But that's why I think they can they can take a game. They can take a game here and there, depending on um we're not even depending. It matter. I don't care who they play. They can take a game from somebody, anybody. But the, the entire series, really tough. Really tough. But, hey, I, who knows, man? We have, just to put a bow on this, Thursday night, Clippers versus Hornets, May 13th, 7 p.m. Genuinely have no idea what to expect. The Clippers can blow out the Hornets. The Hornets can blow out the Clippers. Be somewhere in between. I have no idea what to expect. And then the, this weekend, <laughs> the Knicks and the Wizards. And then it's done. The 2020-2021 regular NBA season will be done. It's insane to think about. Insane. I don't, even it, I know it's a shortened season, but it just felt like it flown by. It felt like it flown by. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? I and then we get to playing, man. It's cool. It's cool. I'm excited. So I'll be here throughout the entire thing. This podcast isn't going away. Every Wednesday, um, everywhere you can listen to podcasts: Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Sam Drackley YouTube channel, where I have some people listening and and uh, contributing to right now. So thank you guys for hanging out with me as I do this. Let me know what you think. Do you like the live recordings of this? Do you want more of this? Let me know in the comments. Let me know in the chat. Leave a like. Um, but yeah, I'm going to end the stream. I'm going to end the podcast. Thank you so much. You've been listening to the Believe in Hornets podcast on the Believe Podcast Network presented by Bet Online. I appreciate everyone that's listening and watching, and I'll see you next week. And hey, the regular season will be done by then. We'll have some playing basketball to talk about. Until next time, take it easy. Stay safe out there. Peace. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones 
who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.